0: Hey guys, Avery Carl from The Short Term Shop here. I wanted to welcome you into our 10 episode deep dive on the Outer Banks in Carolina Beach, but also to let you know that we have some supplemental materials to this on our website for you guys. It's called theshorttermshop.com, And there we have a section where you can look at properties in these markets, see what the current purchase prices are. You can set it up to save a search for you and email you anytime a new property in those markets in your price range comes out. We also have the AirDNA data, thanks to our friends over at AirDNA for this market. So you can use those two things to analyze. We've got a calculator for you there too to help tie it all together. And if you guys are ready to maybe start talking to an agent in this market, you can email us at agents at the shop.com and we will connect you to our expert agents in this market or maybe you're not ready to do that, but you just want to hang out with us more. And that's cool because we want to hang out with you too. And we have a Facebook community where you can do that. It's called Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth, same title as my book. And it's just a community of 60,000 of our closest friends who are sharing best practices and just kind of hanging out with other real estate investors. So it's pretty cool. And we hope to see you over there. And last but not least, if you have questions, you want to talk to a real person like myself, it will be myself actually, and Luke. Uh, We have an open office hours every Thursday, and you can sign up for that at strquestions.com, and you can ask us any questions that you have about short-term rental investing. But now we'll get to the episode.
1: Short-term show special episodes. We are in uh, the beaches of North Carolina today. I am uh, Cashflow Carl. Uh, the uh, proud host of Short-Term Rental Management, wherever podcasts are listened to, and also um, the uh, Director of Education for the Short-Term Shop, which we have uh, two agents from the shop on the call. Joe is in the uh, the, sou- the southern end of the uh, state in Carolina Beach Market, and uh, Meg is in the Outer Banks. And we do have uh, a repeat offender client from the Short-Term Shop. Uh, we've got uh, Beth Malholland who has been nice enough to come on and share parts of her journey, um, which is just an honor uh, and a delight. So thank you guys, as today we are discussing setup. Um, Can be very scary when you're new, um, especially when you don't realize uh, what you've just gotten yourself into, which is about 47 trips to Home Depot uh, and uh, spending a bunch of money that you can't even keep track of until you get home and go through all those receipts and all of this other craziness. So um, I think we're going to stick to brass tacks today, uh, try and make things as simple as possible. And uh, I think that uh, a good place to start there would be um, uh, get your, the very first impression of any home uh, uh, in the world, uh, especially when it comes to renting some strange home you've never been to is the deadbolt, the lock on the front of the home. Um, I, uh, I'm going to just briefly, I'll give you my system and then we'll. if anybody wants to chime in with their system, my thing here, first of all, is that there's no right answer, no right or wrong answer, um, whatever works for you. And it's going to be a lot of that today, uh, whatever, because there, there is so much awesome technology out there in the world of, of rental real estate and homes in general. We've come a long way in the last few years. Uh, as a matter of fact, about probably three or four years ago, we were really not looking at a, a lot of good options for deadbolts. Um, and, uh, now we've got several, you've got the Schlage encode, which is kind of the most popular option out there. Um, Schlage on code, however you want to pronounce it. Um, and then there's a, a Yale, Yale actually has a Marine lock, a Marine grade lock. That's what they call it. The Yale Mar- Marine. And, uh, it's, uh, m- made for dealing with uh, the weather, which is uh, something that I'll have Joe or, or Meg or whoever wants to talk about in just a minute. But, uh, you know, there's a uh, many options out there. QuickSet Halo is another one. Um, August Smart Locks. There's uh, there's quite a few options. I'm a Schlage guy. I'm a Schlage Encode guy. Um, one thing I do is it's because it I do have beach properties myself to mitigate the possibility of moisture because uh, that is a thing. Um, I just swap them every every year. I swap my my beach deadbolts every year uh, in December. I like the integration that um, Schlage provides. Uh, and, uh, and again, you know, plenty of options, um, Joe, I'll turn it over to you. What do you do? And, uh, and has the moisture thing ever been an issue for you?
2: Oh yeah. Moisture has always been a problem. That's actually why I switched from the Schlage's because mine kept, uh, filling up with water because the humidity was so bad. I'm a Yale guy. I love the Yales, um, across the board. They do great for me. Um, but I will say I found that it wasn't the Schlage's fault that they were filled with water. I had a, uh, AC vent was pointed it was like on the other side of the room but it was pointed right at it and so it was just getting blasted with cold like cold air which was causing it to condensate inside so check your uh, AC vents sometimes that's why your locks are always frying
1: yes um that's very interesting you bring that up that's not the lock's fault um I, and but I will say you know I just the other day took a lock off of a, a condo that was on the water and it dropped water out of the lock when I took it off of the and just this was worn that- out you're pouring it out it's like i was thirsty you know what i mean so it's a, uh and this this lock did have because a lot of times they'll tell you to put caulk or silicone to keep the moisture out and this had silicone all the way around it And it was like perfectly done there's a buddy of mine's house and uh and he's like man i don't even know how but but there's still a hole for the key you know so there's that i was almost wondering if the silicone worked against him Ah, uh, because there was no way for the moisture to escape. I don't know. So it's a, it's a, it's a, a weird vibe there. Uh, anybody else have any comments? Ah, uh, uh, Beth, what are you using? Uh, that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, we have the Schlags as well, and we're about 50-50 right now. Moved up to the OnCodes. We actually had like the old-school Schlag that you connect with the Smart Hub, and we've been slowly turning those over. Um, so we like the OnCodes a lot. Um, but we actually we never had a problem with the the little bit. A uh, lower tech version of it as well, um, where you have the separate hub to to make it Wi-Fi capable. Um, it's one more piece. It's kind of unnecessary, but for us starting out, it worked really well.
1: Okay, great. Um, yeah, again, proving my point that it is kind of the encode on code versus uh, everything else, uh, you know. But uh, Meg, do you have any experience there? Uh, we we're, we've always stuck with Yale. Yeah. Uh, the and there's work
4: with we're like, we're like Joe. We just,
1: yeah. So, you know, again, we don't really have a dog in that hunt for the uh, dead bulls. We don't really care uh, who, who you use. Pick one that works for you. Uh, an excellent point that's been made is that uh, switching brands, uh, you know, if you p- plan to scale in any way, end up with two, three, four houses uh, to switch brands is kind of a pain in the rear end. Um, so if you're starting to feel like after your first lock that you're not really like vibing with this thing, maybe that's a good time to just cut the cord on the first one and move to a different brand, that kind of thing. But, um, um, so, you know, quick set, Yale, uh, uh, Schlage encode quick, quick set would be the halo is probably the biggest most fancy quick set out there. Um, there's UFI, there's, uh, uh, August smart locks. There's tons of them out there now. Um, anything else that we need to cover on the, uh, Oh, have a backup key, gotta have a key. Right. So, um here I got a I stole this from Tim who's one of our agents in the Smokies. This is really really cool trick and I'm happy to give him credit for it. The, uh get a, okay so step 1 get a lockbox to put a key. In case your battery dies, somebody can't get in, whatever the case may be, you got a backup plan with a key. Now you can't do that with a with the Nest Yale. The Nest Yale does not have a keyhole. It's got a 9 volt battery backup. So there's a way in the weeds on that one um no one more thing about that don't put the backup key lock box anywhere near the front door because your guests are going to try and put your door code into the lock box because they're just not that smart they're on vacation right probably half drunk um so put it like somewhere they can't immediately see it there's a good tip and then here's tim's here's tim's trick this is really cool he gets another lock box puts it inside the house just random anywhere puts four AA batteries in that lockbox so that if the key is necessary because the deadbolt is dead batteries, guaranteed four batteries in that lockbox because it's got a lock code on it, right? So that's pretty cool. If you just have AA's laying around the house, of course, they're going to disappear. So that's the beauty of having that interior lockbox. Of course, maybe an owner's closet suffice as well, but kind of nice to have that extra backup plan. I love Tim's idea there. Uh, of the uh, the uh, four locked A batteries for oh crap moments anything we missed on uh, deadbolts folks I don't think so we crushed it That's a Did good one too much <laughs> said it all said it all. all right now here's another one. this one gets even more in the weeds as uh, as to opinions um uh, again not uh, nowhere anywhere near right or wrong answers and I'm gonna kind of lump the next two topics into one which would be uh, linens and towels sheets and towels. Um, and again, this is probably not an area where uh, I'm, I am I should consider myself an expert because really at the end of the day, I don't really care that much. <laughs> um, I guess the first thing to cover there is uh, white versus not white is, is a huge topic. Um, I'm a not white guy. I find that white sheets and towels get gross and you can bleach them all day long. And then eventually they just turn yellow and they just, they don't, they don't hide things enough for me personally. Uh, anybody want to choose a side on white versus color uh, for your sheets and towels? I'll
3: take the white side. I, uh, started, okay, here you out. Go. I started out as a color person. Yeah. I was fully team color. And I just found that when we would go visit the properties, I noticed a lot more any like stains or discolorations on those. We switched everything to white. And I would say like, I'm still replacing everything just as frequently because you're right. They get dirty. They get dingy. They, they don't look new but I was doing that anyway. And so I felt like the white looked better during the year, year and a half until we had to go through that replacement round than the colored ones did. So I, it, I don't know, but I'm firmly team white now.
1: And you are 100% right. You are, you're hundred percent, right. If you're a white, go ahead and be white. I mean, hotels are doing white. You know what I mean? So um anybody else comments on yeah, stick with the I'm white
4: too. When I'm, I want, yes, absolutely. I want to know what's on my sheets and if they need to be replaced, you know, I'm not going to just keep washing them. If they're, if they're nasty, they need to go. Um, and white will tell me that. And, and, you know, it's nice to get into a nice white, crisp, clean bed. I'm 100% white.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke, you're going it alone here, man. Team oh, white man look at that. <laughs> We're teaming up on you this time. Um, okay. And White everything. Like I do the white coverlets. I do the white sheets, white towels. You name it. Um, I just recently put in um, the black makeup wipes or the black makeup towels, um, and uh, yeah, hundred percent team white forces your cleaners to be better too.
1: Well, you have to have the, the makeup towels if you're doing white. You do have no choice if you're doing white towels. I mean, that's because you're. Or you can go
2: replace through. tons of them, like I did. Right, you're like gonna like go through year. them. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're gonna go through them. You know, I just don't. I don't like the white man. I to me, it just doesn't have enough character for me, and and I do find they wear out a little faster. Uh, that's just me. Um, I usually just get like a, I mean, gray, but it's gray is like super played out now, you know, so maybe like a sage green is kind of what I go with. And I have a spreadsheet for that. Here's a good tip that I think you guys can agree on. You probably do this as well, but I, when, once I find a towel or a sheet that I'm, I'm digging and I'm, uh, I like, I, I, I get the exact same sheets and towels for every house, whether it's beach or mountain with the exception of the size of the bed king is going to get a different color than queen so it's easy when they're doing laundry to say okay this is a queen I, they don't have to look for the tag and all that um my cleaners have never thanked me for that but i just kind of feel like it's it's uh, the, the right thing to do uh, and i spreadsheet it so i just have an amazon link on a spreadsheet uh, my spreadsheet is actually uh titled um uh, s-t-r-s-h-i-t <laughs> and uh uh, I noticed that yesterday. I'm like, my kids are getting a little older. Maybe I need to change the name of that spreadsheet, but um, it's got l- links to the Amazon, uh, the, the Amazon link for the items. And so I can just, you know, I've got a couple people on my team. Um, hey, we need new sheets and towel. We need new towels, uh, five sets of towels at such and such house. They click the link, send five to that cleaner. Boom. Uh, nice, easy. Um, because uh, again, you know, Let's say a year goes by and you've got half of your towels are junk and the other half maybe are still kind of hanging on you could just replenish half of them instead of all of them maybe that kind of thing and if they're the exact same towels you know uh, anybody else there with uh, any thoughts or systems
3: we just did the exact same thing just sent half of a half of a set of towels and we just have our we actually use Amazon wish lists so we have one for like each property with all the stuff that we bought for that property um, cause while the towels and linens might be the same, sometimes there's other little things that are different. Um, so it makes it super easy. You literally just click reorder and it's off to the cleaners. And as much as, you know, we like to support local on other things, you know, with towels and linens and stuff that you need to be able to sometimes get out quick. Amazon's the easiest way.
1: Anybody else? Um, I, I think okay, I'm I'm a, I got,
2: go ahead. I'm a Costco guy for my towels. I love me some Costco. Costco's yeah. top notch. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm everything else is same way. Amazon, put it on my spreadsheet, and when things get ruined, ship it out. But uh, we do just a big Costco run every year and load that baby up.
1: <laughs> totally agree. Costco and Sam's Club both have uh, <laughs> fantastic towels, like uh, dynamite for especially for the price. Um, I actually ruled. I, I I cycled. I started with the Sam's Club towels for the first few years, and I cycled those out uh, because it got difficult when you run low or run out. You have no choice but to. At least with Sam's Club, I don't know if Costco is different. You got to go to Sam's Club and get them. You can buy them online, but it's a it's a wonky process, and they're always like really low on stock. I think they're kind of their business model is they want you to come in the store. Uh, you see those giant carts full of everything, you know, and they're doing that on purpose. Right. And, uh, and it's fun. It is fun. But, uh, so that for that reason, I had to, I had to rule the, uh, cycle those out and go str- straight full, full-time Amazon. Um, and I'll throw, if you guys want to throw brands out there, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Uh, I'll, I, I use, um, the utopia towels. Uh, are they bulletproof? No. Uh, they they do, you know, they there's some downsides. They sometimes are, you know, not don't last as long as I'd like that kind of thing. They're not nearly as fluffy and nice as a Costco Joe towel, not even close, but I can ship them and they're easy to get and, and uh, nice colors, a lot of different colors. They come in a pack. You can get, you know, individual sizes, or you can get, um, you know, like a family pack kind of thing where it's like two, four and two or whatever. Um, so I use utopia towels and I use a uh, California design den, uh, sheets, which sounds like this crazy thing, but it's really just like the one that has the most reviews on Amazon. It's really easy to find. <laughs> um, but I've had great success with those. I personally, I am, uh, cotton only on my sheets. Uh, anything other than cotton is, a ju- is junk in my opinion. Love, love somebody to ch- change my mind on that. But uh, microfiber garbage, bamboo, total garbage, uh, cotton only for me. And I, I like those California designed in anybody else have any, uh, brands or fabrics that they prefer.
2: I've got no hill to die on here. I mean, I <laughs> knew <Neither> do I <laughs> follow you, man. I buy the good ones that are good reviews and, uh, I might have a little bamboo in there. Who knows? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, um,
3: I, I like the bamboo personally. I agree. They don't hold up on the rentals. They don't, the washing and the washing doesn't do well for them. <laughs>
1: I spend a little bit more on my sheets and my rentals than most folks. I think, you know, like 70 bucks a set, uh, maybe 80, 90 bucks a set. Um, which, uh, maybe I shouldn't, but I don't hear about them. So that's my goal. Uh, Nobody else has a brand they want to throw out there. I don't want to be the only brand guy. Joe went Costco, so that'll count. But, uh, I don't don't remember my brand. You do the same
3: towels. It starts with an M, but it's it's another one of those things. Highly rated on Amazon. You look at one of the first few that comes up.
1: I'll throw two more out there. Target has great towels. Uh, if you're shopping in real life and, and JC believe it or not, I, if it still exists, uh, they, they've got really great towels. Beth seems to agree with me there. Um, uh, now that I, uh, ha- I have to go sell all three of my motorcycles for having this conversation. Um, we should, uh, we should probably move on to, uh, let's, let's go with, um, with the hardwares of the home. Um, we, we, already ca- covered dead bolts, but, uh, let's go to, um, uh, thermostats, this is going to be another one where, I mean, it's turning into a bait, a debate here, you know? Uh, so with thermostats, uh, you know, I guess the main point there is that you do want to have it on your phone. Um, doesn't have to be right now, but as soon as possible so that you have a, a way to ke- keep an eye on things. Uh, ther- you know, HVAC, especially now is probably the most expen- expensive function of the home, uh, except for maybe the roof, uh, which you can't really put Wi-Fi. Uh, what, what's, what's that going to tell you, you know? uh, your roof is two years old. (laughs) So, uh, but you know, with the HVAC, when the guest says it's, it's, uh, we can't, your air conditioner doesn't work. It's hot in here. You just go on your phone and 90% of the time it's because they had the heat on instead of the air conditioner. So you just switch it and let it run. So you've had that happen.
3: Just literally last week, they told me that it wasn't working and if they had it on heat. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And then the funny part is, Beth, is that you have to still have to kiss their rear end and say, "Oh my goodness, I don't know what happened there." Uh, we we'll get that. Fi- oh, looks like we got it fixed I for you. Fixed
3: it for you. No worries. It must something funky must have happened. It's it's on the right setting now. Don't it's worry. Not,
1: yeah, it's not because you're drunk and dumb. It's uh, you know we love you. Uh, not because you're We, your we kids love our guests. To go up to
3: the thermostat and start punching buttons.
1: <laughs> Let me hit as many buttons as possible. But we do love our guests, and we're joking. But uh, we love our guests. Can't do it without them. So uh, I'm a Nest guy, or I'm sorry, a a, a Honeywell guy. Nest is an option. I'm a Honeywell guy. Simple, easy. Um, uh, Looks like a regular old thermostat, but it's digital and you can connect it to your phone. So um, Nest, Ecobee is a very popular option. Uh, Amazon just came out with uh, their own thermostat. Uh, Seems to be getting good reviews on Amazon. So uh, why wouldn't it be getting reviews on their own platform? But uh, anybody else? What do you guys think about thermostats?
4: We're Nest with our Yale. Nest and Yale, nest. same company,
1: love, right? Yeah. Sort of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm one very out.
2: much in. One very <laughs> much in the camp of uh, if you're, I, I just have regular ones. I don't even have smart ones at all. I just put them on there mm-hmm. and just let people run with them. And um, if your HVAC is freezing up, it's because it's too old. Replace it.
3: <laughs> so we actually only have a smart one in uh, Carolinas, um, in North Carolina. So we still are old school in our Smokies properties for now, um, but. Eventually we'll probably update it, but we just haven't had a reason to yet. So, but yeah, we have the Honeywell.
1: Cool. Yeah. I like the Honeywell T9. And, uh, I really like, I mean, I've got one in every, every home, you know, some homes have two or three and, uh, and you can just address a drop down menu. Um, nets are really, really cool. Uh, so the one Meg's using, they're super cool and hip. Um, but they, they are fancy and like kind of maybe need a little explaining at times. And then the EcoBee, I don't know if you guys have ever had an experience with those. They are like, what in the hell is this thing? It's like a spaceship. Um, I stayed in a rental with one and uh I I consider myself I'm 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 very interested in HVAC. I, I every time I come in contact with an HVAC guy, I'm asking him like a thousand questions. I want to know everything about it, you know? And uh EcoBee, I was like, dude, this thing is too much, man. But They are cool. So if you're running like the hip, the hip shack, you know, like your, your house is like the (laughs) coolest hip, like, uh, I'm a social, you know, influencer, no W2 death to W2 kind of guy or whatever. Eco B, there you go. That's for you, man. They're super cool, but I'm not going to sit there and explain that to people. You know, um, what else did we miss anything on thermostats? Good. Everybody's good. Uh, cameras. All right. I'm going to keep talking. Cameras again, several brands out there. There's Ring, uh, Nest. uh, uh There's uh, Arlo. Uh, Roku just came out with their own cameras that you can buy at Walmart, so that's pretty cool. And I have to imagine it's probably a pretty decent product. So the brand again, same. It's a theme here today. The brand is is just kind of up to you. Um, now the camera in general, it's old school short term shop style culture, if you will. To to not really look at your cameras because that is a big mistake that folks make when they first get into this business. Um, They're nervous and they're like, kind of just like staring at their phone, waiting for somebody to do something stupid. Uh, You can't really do that. Really to me, that means you're just kind of proving that you're not doing your job as a good manager, but it is, you know, again, you just bought, if you're buying a $900,000 house and on the beach, you, you probably should have a $300 camera to, to, to keep an eye on things. Um, I'll throw a brand. I'm a, I'm a ring guy. Uh, I love ring. I'm a shark tank fan. And that's where ring came from, <laughs> even though he, he didn't get the, he famously didn't get the deal. Uh, but, uh, I have no, never had any problems knock on wood, like at all with the dozens of Ring cameras that I own. I love them, but I think all of them are kind of, you know, on par these days. Uh, again, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. If you have, uh, Any comments or want to wear the t-shirt of a particular brand?
3: (laughs) We actually have all nests right now, but I don't know that I want to wear the t-shirt because literally it comes back to what we talked about with the locks of we're so far in it now that we're not ready to commit to switching all of them. Um, But we personally have a ring and if I could do it all over again, I think I would go that route. I like that it's hardwired
1: in. Oh, so your nests are battery? They're plugs, but they're like you have to
3: like run an actual plug to an actual outlet, you know. Whereas, like, the rings kind mm. of you, you wire them up for their own setup. So,
1: I have to believe that, um, that Nest offers a hardwired maybe that's a great question. I would imagine they do, but then of course, if you don't already have the the, the you know the, the electrical, then you got to get uh, an electrician and the whole nine yards, yeah, yeah. But actually, point. Say-
3: some of our properties, a ring would be difficult because you know, you usually put it next to the door facing out, and some of them, that's not the camera shot that would be useful to us. So like the doors, you know sideways to the driveway.
1: Two excellent points. Um, number one, you you want hardwired if you're gonna do a camera battery and cords and all that. It's a pain in the rear end, and um, if it's hardwired, it's always got power and it's always gonna work, you know, so that's point number one. No, number two, the cameras need to be. This is not legal advice. Please make sure you're doing what your local area uh, recommends, et cetera. Camera needs to be pointed at a, you know, basically at the driveway. Uh, it's not allowed. Airbnb and Verbo language, I believe, says the word living area, living space. If it's an area where a human is like just hanging out, even a porch, um, I think that's technically not allowed. But again, check with Airbnb and Verbo. Make sure you're putting your camera in the right direction. Joe. I'm starting to get the vibe that you're a little on the low tech side. Do you have, uh, do you have cameras? Oh, that's harsh. That hurts. Um,
2: I'm actually a real link guy. So, um, I've got uh, real link cameras everywhere and I'm in the same boat as Beth. I can't switch because I've got like 30 of them now and, uh, which is just nuts and the, uh, they're okay. They're all, um, solar powered, battery powered light or battery powered cameras. And so I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't check them unless there's a problem and so I have had a couple times where the uh the thing has just died because we don't have sun and I've missed whatever I needed to see. So it's uh it's one of those things that works probably 90% of the time. So I've been happy with them.
1: Uh I've never heard of those. Uh, do, are they uh are they cool in general? I mean, do they where, where can I get one?
2: Yeah, I get them off Amazon. I get like okay. uh I get a, like a solar panel and the um camera for like 80 bucks, something like that, 70 bucks. And um, it does the whole cloud storage, whole nine yards. And um, I just keep a bunch of extra ones in case one does fry, but they've been pretty good. They hold up the weather, indoor, outdoor. They're great.
1: All right. Meg, do you have a camera you like?
4: We, again, Nest, we use the Nest cameras. Um, you know, if we, if we don't have guests there, we get notified, you know, it, and it will, it can tell the difference if it's an animal. So those who have issues with critters out there, you're not getting constant notifications that you've got animals and Um, It can identify humans, but we, yeah, we, we love nest. We love our nest. We're really in that. We're very committed to that little family.
1: Okay. um, Yeah. Getting uh, way too much info today. And uh, it's a lot of fun nerding out with you guys. Uh, (laughs) What are we going to do here with the the television? So I don't really have uh, much of a system there. I, I usually get like a little bit nicer TV, like a Samsung or something and put a Roku stick. I'm not all that, in love with my system. I do like that guest mode on the Roku sticks because I can put a welcome message for the guests. You can even change it for each guest if you want to online. Um, and so I like got a hotel, uh, welcome to, to blah, blah, blah. Um, and you can even put their name on there if you if you really wanna go nuts, um, but uh, we don't do that. We just put welcome from from our company or whatever. Um And uh I mean, t- TVs are so cheap now, you know, which is really cool. But uh, anybody have a TV system that they want to mention?
2: I love my Rokus. I buy the whole TV setup though. So I try to stay, I like bigger TVs. I like big ones, 55, 65 inch TVs, if it'll fit. Um, But all about those R- Rokus. They're incredible. Yeah. We so do you that.
1: get the the Roku TV?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I like get the TCL actual Roku or- TV.
1: Uh-
2: yeah. I like the high senses a little more, but yeah, the t- Yeah. I like them both, but.
3: We do the high sense as well. We we recently switched to that, so we have some properties that still have the sticks, um, and then everything we've bought in the last two years has been the high sense.
4: We do the the TCLs that have the Roku, just but everything smart. We don't do cable boxes.
1: Only way to go. I'm I'm gonna start cycling out my Roku. For some reason, I decided in my houses would be nicer with a nice TV, like an LG or a, a Samsung or whatever, or Sony, and put the stick. But looking back on it, it's just one more stupid thing I got to deal with. And if they unplug it to put their video games, isn't it pain in the air.
3: We just sometimes I
1: don't them. Yeah, they lose them. It's a nightmare. Sometimes I don't hear about them for six months and then all of a sudden, oh man, today's going to be the day, you know, I hear about like six of them in one day, you know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, so what was I going to say? I agree with Joe bigger, the better. Um, I personally like to see an eight in front of it in the living room. I like to see an 80 or bigger in the living room because I want my house to be impressive. You know, <laughs> uh, I want them to say, wow, that's bigger than the one we've got at home. Um, again, if you got a smaller property or a condo, maybe that's not going to work, but, uh, okay. Moving on then. Um, this is one I'm not good at. Let's talk uh, kitchen and coffee. Let's go specifically coffee for right now. Uh, I personally don't, I drink, I drink decaf. I'm <laughs> um, way too much energy. I'm caffeine free 14 years. So not the right guy to ask about this, but uh, I do get every gadget you can find on my bigger houses. I'll get, I get an espresso. I get a a Keurig, a drip maker, uh, a French press, etc., And just have like a little station going on there. I never hear about it. I never hear about the houses that have way more stuff than the house that has one Keurig. You know, nobody ever says, we're really glad you had that fancy drip maker. Um, I have some houses where I have a fancy drip maker and a cheap Mr. Coffee drip maker, just in case they can't figure out the fancy drip maker, uh, you know, so, but nobody ever thanks me. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, any, any coffee tips or suggestions, guys? We do the
4: pot with the cups, just the Keurig. Um, I think espresso makers are are complicated and messy. And um, to me, it's just... Keep it simple. So people make a cup of coffee, go hit the local coffee shop. If you want like a fancy coffee drink.
3: Yeah, we, we keep it pretty low key too. Um, We've kind of made like a cutesy, you know, coffee bar at one of our cabins, but um, you know, we don't, we don't go too crazy with the makers. Although I will say as someone who likes to drink lattes above any other type of coffee, I appreciate when I walk into a place and they have an espresso maker, that's like a huge plus. Mm -hmm but I'm not going to book a place for that. So I guess take, take that information as you will.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I set up a little coffee bar, um, but I just have the cheap Mr. Coffee. And then we have like coffee grounds in a cute little container. But um, oh, I get so many comments about like how much they love the coffee and like what brand it is. And mm. it's Folgers.
1: Right. No
3: way. Really? It's
2: 100% Folgers. Yeah. Wow. Um, I get the same thing in my soaps. Like, them in the fancy little like glass ones and it's what equate what's the walmart version um i get people all the time they're like it's so moisturizing it's wonderful I'm like it's 80 cents
1: i did the exact same thing years ago avery and i stayed in the short term in mexico actually actually and it was a k- coffee grounds in in like a i don't know what you call it a canis- canister you know with mm-hmm. like a pop top lid with a seal. And, and she opened it up and she goes, Oh, this is the best coffee. This is such good coffee. And I'm thinking to myself dude, that's Maxwell house. What are you talking about? And so I went out and bought a bunch of canisters and the cheapest coffee I could find. I get the McDonald's stuff, you know, and um, same thing, man. Everybody loves it. It's, it's brilliant. brilliant. Um, and by the way, when I said espresso, I get the one with the pods. The it's like, I think it's called a Nespresso and it's got, you gotta go get the pods. I don't provide them. But uh, it's there. It, I don't know. It looks cool. But yeah, the espresso machines. I looked into that for a minute and I was like, dude, this thing's going to be a mess. They're hard to figure out too, if
3: you don't normally
1: use them. Then you got to put a QR code with a YouTube video. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> spices, hot sauces, any kind of uh, stuff like that. I don't, I don't do, you know, it's not my thing.
3: I feel like we're still kind of coming out of COVID mode with that. We haven't really decided how much path forward a lot of a lot of the basics get left you know and kind of just carried forward so when we're there we'll kind of restock a little bit but we don't we don't go crazy
2: yeah same i throw it out i don't like other people's stuff they've been you, you don't know what they've done to it or anything like that and i'm like i got the salt and pepper i provide i've got my own little spices if we have any but normally don't um tea coffee stuff like that but i don't like other people's leftovers hanging out in the building i
1: agree yeah all right, let's, uh, let's move on to, uh, photos. Um, you guys have, I would assume, uh, as agents in your markets, probably some f- photographers you can recommend. Um, and, uh, I guess what, what do you, what do you call it? Was it cost me to get a nice set of photos taken? Can I get drone photos? That kind of thing. 250, Talking
2: 300 bucks. I'd oh, say that's cheap. typically. Cheap. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, And, uh, yeah, they'll do the whole thing, come in and do the professional photos, the whole place. And you can go more expensive if you want and get, um, I like to cycle in additional shots and stuff like that. So sometimes I like to get two or three photographers to do stuff, but, um, yeah, we got tons of them down here.
4: They have, uh, uh, a lot of photographers here will do kind of like an a la carte. You can do, you know, just interiors, you can go ahead and do the drone and they'll let you kind of, you can choose your steps. But yeah, I would say. Probably looking around 250.
1: that's cheap that's very cheap down here where mm. I'm at right now it's like a thousand bucks in the Emerald coast so I mean oh, that's wow. with drone and with a, a video walkthrough and all the fancy bells and whistles but uh, I always get all that stuff um any any other tips uh on on photos I like to put 40 50 on a, on a, on a listing I feel like that's a good number but um we're good there yeah. Have great photos, they will make you more money. Absolutely. Um, uh, decor, what kind of decor are we doing here? Um, uh, what are we looking for uh, in these beach uh, areas? Uh, you know, and, and are there plenty of furniture stores to pick from? That kind of thing, we Meg. Would, I feel like that's your uh wheelhouse it, there. It, yeah. yeah, no, it
4: is actually. I, was, I didn't know if Beth wanted to talk about what she had done. Um, I mean, ultimately, you're going to want to get rid of the carpet. You know, f- often you're going to see, you know, you might have the, the LVP on the floors. Um, but a lot of the bedrooms here still do carpet. And, you know, ultimately, I, th- I think eventually you're going to probably want to pull all of that out. You can have little area rugs if you want someone to when they put their feet off the bed and to step onto. but But um, get get rid of the carpet. It just ends up smelling kind of wet. And if people are bringing their animals, it's going to get kind of animal smelling in there. Um, so I would say starting with that, Beth, what did you guys do?
3: We do still have the carpet on our mid-level, which is the bedrooms, but it's high on the list of things that are still getting upgraded. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of one of those things where so many properties have it that it didn't move to the top of the list of things to go because we're not really competing with many places that don't have it. Um, but if we had had it throughout the whole house, oh gosh, yeah, like it would be gone. Um, our Luckily, our top floor is all hard floors already and... Um, I think LVP throughout will be the long-term game plan there.
4: Uh, Furniture, I I glossed over that. Furniture stores, they are here and a lot of the companies will deliver and they will bring your pieces in for you um, and set them up for you. Um, I I know of another company actually who will take stuff out of your house for you. So, you know, we, we definitely have furniture stores here that service the entire beach.
3: And we were able to get most of our things delivered when we were not there um, in and out, same company for the most part. Um, you know, very similar to like, we also own in the Smokies, very similar to the experience there. You know, they're all used to the door code life, right? You give them the door code, they get in, they set it up how you've told them to set it up and boom, you're done.
1: I agree. Only way to fly. Go local. Um, everything I've ever bought on Amazon and Wayfair was dead in a year and a half. Um, uh, so Okay
3: cool. And one man. thing you run into is that sometimes you can't like the there's no um mail delivery service to your house if it's, you know, if that neighborhood is kind of set up that way where you have to add yourself um, you know, for a for a post service. So, you can get into a little bit of trouble sometimes if whatever you're shipping ends up being USPS instead of UPS or FedEx. Um then it'll be non-deliverable and you won't have your furniture when you thought you were going to have it.
1: When I buy these uh, things, uh, is it very? Uh, it, a lot of times the decor going to be old grandma style stuff, or uh, it's going to run the gamut. I can find something that's new and remodeled, or uh, uh, what am I looking at?
2: All over the board, across the whole spectrum. You might get full grandma. You might get completely turnkey, amazing boho style with all your black hardware and your not like nice natural wood colors. It's it's all across the board, but I do see more. Uh, Grandmas than not, I'd say, because everybody's coming for the beach. Like that's our big draw here, and so a lot of people try to run with their furniture for too long, and so it's a good spot to uh, make some changes. But that's that's not my expertise. That's not my uh, my section. I'm I'm more of the run the numbers, buy the stuff guy. Yeah, still ha-
4: a lot of the the wood trim that I think makes the, uh, a lot of the properties here look pretty dated. You know, if there's an opportunity to to brighten and paint the wood, and you know. I think there are, there are small things that you can do pretty easily to really update a place without having to like rip apart kitchens and bathrooms and things. Um, you know, if you if you do some fresh paint, if you can pull out the carpet, put down the laminate or the uh, LVP rather, and um, you know, th- those are going to be some pretty big things. But again, like Joe said, you're going to see things that are ready to go. Those properties are, you're going to see the the answer in the price. It's they're going to be more expensive and they're going to go more quickly um, or you can find something and, you know, wait till the fall or the winter and get in there and make it your own. What did you guys do Beth? Yeah, we, I was gonna say our house was one of the ones where they ran with the
3: furniture too long. So we, we yeah. replaced the entire living room furniture before we, um, you know, got to summer season. Um, it, the couch was one of those ones where, you know, there was kind of a permanent indent from where everybody chose to sit. Um, so it was, it was pretty crazy that they were still renting it that way. Um, But we were able to update that living room furniture and uh, kind of run with it from there. Fresh paint. Like you said, Um, we do have some of that natural wood, but we actually have like a really beautiful wood ceiling that we left alone because it, it looks really nice. Um, So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where like Joe said there are a lot of houses with that grandma look and so you don't really have to go too far above that to start rising to the top which is nice when you're buying a 3000 square foot house and you don't necessarily want to redo it from top to bottom day one it's such a short season you know a beach season um that sometimes you just got to do what you can to get it going for that season and so that was kind of our approach last year is like okay this living room needs to be brought up to you know Modern times, um, you know, not like the couch has been here for 20 years, which it probably had, um, and, and really just kind of rise above, uh what the average person is doing and then keep going from there. So that's kind of in our approach is get above the average and then just keep, you know, stepping it up every year.
1: Love that. Love that. Any idea what you paid for the living room set?
3: (sighs) Probably. It it was a little bit more on the expensive side. Um, We did kind of choose some, you know, some brandy, I guess, furniture. Um, You know, it's, it's a beach market. So I would say the furniture stores there are a little bit higher end perhaps than what we see in some of the other markets. Um, so maybe we were in for like six or 7,000. That would probably be my best guess off the top of my head. Um, that'd be like two couches and a, end table, coffee table set up.
1: Well, that's nice stuff. It's stuff you have confidence for a, a number of years
3: yeah yeah we it's held up really well we are pet friendly and we haven't had any issues um we ask guests to keep them off the furniture but you know that's not always happening
1: because right. so. you, you know if you're new and you hear seven thousand dollars you're like oh my goodness and you could definitely do it for much 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 cheaper you maybe find something that's slightly used or something on a clearance or blowout or something like that but you really want to take a look at it you know i mean like sit on, on it a little bit is it gonna hold up because in my experience, if you, if you run around buying the, the $1,500 version of what she's talking about, she spent $7,000 on, you're going to end up spending the 7,000 anyway in a year. So you just spent 8,500, you know? Well, so. and I think
3: one thing to, to think about too, when you're doing it is like, what percentage of your income for that summer season is that like, that's, you know, we've paid for that in less than a week.
1: So. Wonderful. Look at you. Love it. Um, what about, um, they may do baby items. Uh, I'm doing a pack and play, and that's about it. Uh, and are there rental places in either of your markets?
2: Yeah, you can definitely get rentals done. Um, and I'm doing pack and plays as well. Um, I also provide like, I mean, just the silverware and stuff like that for like kid sippy cups and stuff. like that. It's so cheap, like we just put it in there if we got space for it. And so goldfish um, hold definitely- Goldfish holders. That's right. My
1: whole awesome life is goldfish stuff. holders. We, I've got like a thousand of them because if we run out of those goldfish holders, all hell breaks loose. You got to find That's them. That's right. I mean, this is, <laughs> and Joe's getting ready to have his first. So uh, I'm going to send you a, uh, a plethora of goldfish holders. You're going to, I mean, your way is off. You're probably a couple of years off from needing that, really. But, uh, yeah, I
2: can stare I at them until then, and so and I'll yeah. put them in the units for other people. But yeah, it's, we're we're stocking them for people like you, bringing all the kids with uh, all the goldfish holders we can possibly get.
1: I but, don't know, uh, what, you know what you don't even know what I'm talking about when I say that they got the. I'm sure Beth knows. Uh, uh, the, we have one. <laughs> they have the like you have to stick your hand in it to get the goldfish out, and you can't spill it. Yeah, the, yeah, you got to have a million. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, your truck's tr- your truck is is a goner, dude. It's goldfish nation. <laughs> <laughs> so excited yeah <laughs> vacuum you're gonna need a vacuum yeah.
3: I definitely um, appreciate the baby items more now that I have a one-year-old um but I will say um you know as a mom I always bring my own pack and play I'm always just a little too nervous about what the condition of somebody else's is however all of the other items 100 using you know the the cups the silverware the plates like anything that I don't have to bring if I know you know okay there's little sectioned plates or um, you know, we have three levels in our property. So we supply baby gates because your life would be impossible if you didn't have them and you have a toddler running around in that house. Um, high chair, we have one of the super simple Ikea $30 high chairs. Everyone loves it because it's so easy to clean. There's not a single piece of fabric on it. And when you're on vacation, the last thing you want to be doing is scrubbing high chairs. So huge, huge plug from me on the
1: Ikea high chair. And it's how much money? $30. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow.
3: It's what we use in our own home too. Love
1: They're that. awesome,
3: and they look nice. They're clean. They're just white, simple,
1: pretty. <laughs> okay, and then as far as uh, the, kind of the back end of setting everything up, you already you know, uh, uh, how do you how do you tell the guests how to handle all this stuff? And and what I do is we use guidebooks, and uh, there's a few options out there. Um, uh, Touch Day is very popular. Uh, ho- uh, Hostfully, um, there's one called uh, uh, DAC. Uh, which is an app, so the guests actually have to download it. So for me, that one's kind of not a great option. There's another one called You're Welcome. I'm personally using um, TouchStay. I really love it. It's it's very kind of annoying and confusing at first, um, but uh, the, it's it's very beneficial. It makes your job easier because dude can you know if the if the if the guests are asking the person that booked a bunch of questions, he can just be like, dude, just read this. Uh, leave me alone, you know. So it really. Makes it, and he's the guy that's leaving you a review, you know. So, uh, so uh, I like Touch Day um, just to kind of and put all this stuff in there is what I'm saying. You, all here's what we have at the house. It's going to have this, this, this. This is my coffee station. Um, yes, we've got a pack and play, so that if they start asking questions, they can just refer to the guidebook and it's got everything in there. Uh, Beth, do you have a, a guidebook?
3: We don't yet, um, but I am in the process of working on a touch stay. So we um, that's the one we decided to go with. Um, it's just We have a one and a half year old, so it's taken yeah. me a little longer to get that together than I was originally anticipating. So it's yep. going to be uh, for next summer's guests. Um, they're going to have a beautiful new
1: guidebook and uh joe you've got several properties are you using are you using guidebooks i
2: will um so i've got the airbnb ones filled out which they've been fine um but uh i still have the manual printed ones which we are transitioning out of and so i'm going to be moving to touch today but uh right now all reliable got the uh laminated ones with the high-end paper and people just love it
1: printed paper
2: printed paper baby okay Right. We Maggie send the
4: PDF. Is- yeah, we send the PDF. Um, you know, when people once they've signed up and and have their reservations, we send everything to them so they have it digitally. Um, I also do keep a hard copy manual book. Um, one tip that I heard that I think is really important that I really do try to tell everybody: when you have those books and it's lying on the counter, have the address of your property printed on that first page. I mean, if there's an emergency, God forbid. You know, you're going to have your list of all your emergency responders on there, but they'll say, well, where are you located? How many guests actually know the address of where they're staying? Um, So that is one another reason that I actually make that physical book and I have it there so that they can just, you know, as they're looking at the phone number, the address is right there if they need it. I don't know. I like that.
1: Love it. Love it. Okay, well, I think we've covered uh, most everything for getting your property uh, up and running. Just keep in mind, again, you were going to run to Home Depot about a thousand times, and um, it's going to be good, good times, good memories. Anybody have any closing thoughts? Just do it. Make yeah. it happen. Let, Let it. Run it. It. <laughs> it feels like
3: a lot, but once you do it once, then you got the game plan. It's done. You just rinse and repeat.
1: Love it. Well, uh, thank you, Beth, uh, Joe, Meg, on behalf of the Short Term Shop, Short Term Show from the beaches of North Carolina. Uh, Thank you so much and uh, don't overthink it.